Because I guess also when we're moving into the domain of fun and pleasure, right? I mean, I remember last week you were, I think, um, you know, that may feel like we're talking about sort of light things. But of course, our deepest values are also also come out in terms of how we seek fun and pleasure, right? So for her, maybe going and having a few drinks and visiting a brewery and and doing that maybe with a group and and getting some of that sort of social energy. Um, uh, you know, that's also indicative of a certain kind of value of uh, or, or also a, a sort of an attitude or even say a, a relationship towards um, intoxicants or substances and you were sort of saying right you were speaking also from this place of like well you know I I'm sort of doing less of that my values are more um, in terms of looking for fun Right. It's like, you know, I'm getting like, you know, my fun is like, I don't know, whatever, um, raw foods and yoga. <laughs> and, and, and in some way, some way that is there is something about there is a sort of a value system um, or a potential difference in value systems there as well. Right. I mean, where where do the two of you meet in the in the sort of the just that kind of like having fun? Where where do you both still um, have that uh, capacity to do that, and and you're like totally on the same page when it comes to like, yeah, that's what we, that's what we're into, and and we both love that, and that's a core value for us. Where where, where do you have some of that? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I, I think traveling was that for a long time. Mm. And that's how you started, right? That that's in yeah, a way yeah. that's that was the bedrock. That's the almost the origin story of your relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I think still is. Uh, I don't know if um, for me it, it's kind of like the, the fulfilling enough as, as the main thing. Uh, but the, the, some of the outdoors and and hiking and and doing stuff like that, which was over the last um, two years. Um, I was a bit more consumed in my work and stuff like that, so I I did join, but but less. I I think with less willingness than mm. before, just because I you know I was starting a new business and and stuff. Well, many kind of uh, uh, I I wasn't too stressed, but I think the energy just went to other places, you know, and mm. and now bring the kind of hyper form in mind. I was like, okay, I want to go immerse myself into it you know like i and kind of like kind of like a startup mode uh, when you get you know you go into the garage and you build yeah. something yeah. and you don't really care about anything uh, and uh, this is how i very often operate 
Yeah. And again, if I might, you know, without belaboring the point, I feel that that is very quite SX. I'll send you my sort of little summary of what the three domains of those different instincts are. Because again, you know, that is my core, that's my dominant instinct too. And there's a kind of intensity that's like, yeah, if I get into something, I am like, I'm really going to go, I'm really going to go, go, go for it. Um, right. And I'm sure that you played basketball with that kind of passion and fervor and, and you, you know, went at your business. But again, quite different if you think about like a sort of a more of a self-preservation instinct or a more of a social instinct. It hasn't got that sort of intensity and charge. And that can also, I guess, be for someone in a relationship, perhaps with us, right? It can be somewhat, um, I don't know, uh, distancing or because it's like you're focused, laser focused on this thing. And they're like, yeah, but let's go out and have a nice walk with these people. And you're like, no, but I'm focused on this. Um, yeah. Is that is that sort of a little bit how you've felt the, those differences in those energies? Yeah, 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 I think so. And um, and also, I think just part of even the culture kind of, at, at least at this part of the US, so the outdoors is often also related to, okay, let's, you know, take the kayaks out and drink. And yeah. so even that kind of activity, like for me, I, I draw a lot of fun and joy from well-being and, and health and you know, I love to be active outdoors, but often this come also with some kind of, uh, you know, some substances, alcohol, uh, uh, stuff like that. So then when it's related to that, I kind of, again, feel like a little bit, I don't find myself in it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Where, where uh, if, if at all, do you, what is your relationship with substances right because i mean yes i mean you know we live in a society i know that uh, in the states lots of places have kind of legalized cannabis so cannabis and and alcohol have sort of become um sort of similar in terms of take your pick but um yeah what what is your relationship with uh substances if you were to choose a substance other than life um, to become <laughs> slightly altered to kind of take you into a slightly more altered space or to take you into a space where you could also be in that same altered space as this other person which I think for couples couples who use substances in a sort of healthy way can be very very bonding um, well what is your relationship with with substances in general so it, it's been a journey uh, you know the, I grew up with uh, like even alcohol, but, but I, I never, I got into alcohol much later than all of my friends. Mm. Again, I always kind of felt like you know, all of them were since 15 getting drunk and shit faced and I never really wanted to engage in it mm. uh, until uh, much later. Uh, I think there was a period where I was okay with consuming alcohol. I was never drinking a bunch. Uh, but uh, again, it's more like it's just so unhealthy. So, which is understandable, uh, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, alcohol is, I think, of all the substances, right. right? I mean, it's the one thing that I really, really try and keep to a minimum because I think, well, particularly my age, you start to feel it in your body. You can, you're really like, this is ethanol. You know, this is this is like yeah. pouring bleach down your throat yeah. or something. Um, yeah. But but what about what about other substances? Because right. they are healthier substances than alcohol, I would say. Right, right. Uh, so I, with alcohol, I kind of I think in the last year I was kind of you know what I'm, I don't want to consume that at all even uh, anymore. From like you know, I would have a glass of wine or something here and there with a meal of spirits and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the more um, drug based, uh, it, it was a lot of cultural conditioning. Uh, for me and going up in Jerusalem, we never been exposed and this thing was always some kind of uh, very, you know, uh, fear-based things. Mm -hmm. The first time I ever smoked weed was with Amelia's parents. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they are hippies from the 70s. Uh -huh. They are all, you know, they are, as a family, they, 
right. and smoke together. And was that and smoking or was that vaping? Um, because smoking, again, smoking is really unhealthy. Yeah. Um, was it vaping, smoking, edibles? How, how did yeah, you consume it? Back then it was, it was uh, smoking and, you know, a little bit. It was like later I was like 20, I don't know, uh, maybe 30 or something first time, I can't remember. Um, uh, here and there, I would I would now take an edible. I don't like the smoking aspect of it, uh, as you say. Um, and I think this weekend would be first time we're going to be at the cabin uh, the following weekend, uh, and we might uh, take some mushrooms together. Mm. So that that would be my first time. Emilia has done that a bunch of times. Mm. Uh, so I have, you know, I recognize there's some cultural conditioning to it. I recognize mm. that. I'm, open to it but for me I remember one of my friends is a, a psychotherapist one of my best friends from Israel and he's now embracing the use of a, a medicinal plants in his in his work mm. and he always encouraged me to try 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 and I remember our he's also a mindfulness teacher and we, we share a lot of kind of passion to to the same things but mm. I always remember saying I, I recognize the benefits of all of that, um, but I also recognize that if it can happen with something, is that it's already some some inherent thing that we have, and I'm more curious to mm. to do the exploration without mm. uh, the substances. And and really often I feel like I'm I'm on substances <laughs> many times without taking much. Oh sure, yeah, know. yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there is part of it. Part of me that I, I think is is mm. close close-minded to it, uh, but also part of it that doesn't really seek it. You know, the like mm. Mm. yeah um, yeah. And I'm not suggesting you do seek it, but you know, I um I I don't know if you ever listened to this is um, sexologist. Um, Dan Savage he does this podcast called Savage Love and uh, it's 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 sort of like you know talking about it's it's kind of like couples and but it's he's sort of like an agony aunt in a way but I mean he's been doing it for so many years he's he's amazing at this and um, you know he often does sort of uh, perhaps also because he uses um, cannabis with his partner um, he does actually often say to couples he sort of says yes you know, um, you may want to, you may want to, um, at times, you know, take some mushrooms or take some weed if it, if it agrees with you. And also if it, if it, in terms of the state shift, if it actually takes you into the state shift that you really want, which, I mean, he particularly suggests that with couples who are kind of like just sort of stuck, right? Um, and, and I know of couples who do this too, when they're kind of really stuck and they really, really are just struggling to actually do that thing that, you know, ideally just with, you know, therapy and talking and all of that good stuff you should be able to do, which is just just be there very, very open hearted, see yourself in the other, the other sees themselves in you, etc., etc. I do think the substance, certain substances, right? And I think cannabis, because that's sort of my substance of choice. I think, um, I think if if you use them well and if you use them skillfully, they they just kind of they just get you there quicker. It's just kind of like opening up a certain door. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes I think if we can use a plant ally, that's how I see it. That's how I use it um, as a kind of a plant ally. Then. Why wouldn't you, right? If um, why wouldn't you, if you could bring in a like a, I don't know, a pot plant or something, not a pot plant, but a just this plant. Imagine you could bring in this plant and it could do couples therapy for you and just make you kind of like love each other again. Um, <laughs> wouldn't you be like, yeah, we'll have that in the house and we'll we'll bring it in and 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 I think there is some space for that kind of. Um, exploration perhaps i'm not saying for you yeah. but i i think with with couples there is because why sh some if you if you are interested in altered states and i am why why would you necessarily believe that you could get there by yourself um and and maybe you could but maybe i think particularly for certain very deep forms of altered states you would need to do like three months of um 
you know, profound silent meditation, perhaps to have, or maybe some loving kindness practice to have that kind of expansive open heartedness that some people say, you know, they get on, say, something like MDMA. I've never taken MDMA, so I wouldn't know. But um, I'm sure you're, you're, you have this discussion with your friend, right? Because it's like, well, wouldn't it be interesting if you could just sort of just take a substance and suddenly your heart is just, both of you, your heart is just like totally, totally open and receptive and loving in ways that maybe it, it hasn't been for a long time. Mm. Surely that surely that would be therapeutic rather than non-therapeutic, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, um, yeah 100%. And where I'm kind of develop my willingness to do it uh, even more, like, obviously, like, all of it is very interesting to me because I'm, you know, even... I'm, I'm in this exploration myself of, of, yeah. of uh, yeah. and which at this place for me, not from a place of seeking, just from a place of curiosity. I'm just, you know, this just uh, some amazing reality. Yeah. What, we, what is consciousness? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but w w where I'm, where I, I think develop the willingness to do it is really for the relationship and, mm. and beyond, beyond, I think that that even space of, you know, having a very different experience. What is missing for Emilia is the more very light. Uh, again, I, I think I'm a kind of like, you know, like I connected fine, but for her, it just is like very light, silly. Yeah, she wants to just, she wants to just roll on the floor yeah. laughing with you. She wants that kind of, that like, like yeah. for the two of you to be children again, right? Which is a very yeah. important, playful, maybe a playfulness. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 uh, I think high performance, like you know, every I I take every, I don't think I'm a, too serious or control, but I, I I just get so passionate. Yeah, and you oh, know yeah, everything yeah. become yeah. a mastery kind of you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so you're serious. This is <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I mean, you say I'm not a serious person. I think you're very serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, poke me, poke me. Well, why do you, why do you say that? I want to to learn what uh, what you observe. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm projecting because I, I I recognize that that quality in myself. I have that a lot of that too. I think it's a. I don't mean serious like like you know life serious. Don't make don't you know I'm not I'm, I don't have a sense of humor. I don't make fun of anything. No, I don't mean in that way. I mean a kind of like. Life's a serious game, you know. Life is serious, like, like more in that sense. Like this is, like this is important. Like a kind of a, like a sort of philosophical kind of seriousness, right? Which can also be playful. But even when one is, you know, when Socrates is being playful, and he is very playful in in those dialogues, um, he's also being playful. He's being playfully serious. He's or seriously playful, right? Um, and maybe maybe Amelia's like, yeah, but can't we just just play? And then afterwards we'll think about, and then and then afterwards we'll do the the thinking about what serious stuff went on, right? Maybe maybe she's yeah. wan wandering or wanting that, which is why I'm I'm so interested. I I really want to report. Please 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 tell me. Um, I would so be so interested to know how this um, mushroom. Um, connection goes for you that would be very very yeah. interesting to to get a report back on that yeah yeah i'm i'd be interested as well um i i think there are two aspects uh, a few aspects for it but uh one i think because the last few years i spent much more time in the business environment it's a lot of the people i work with so over there i'm the, the, the most like chill i'm i'm always the most chill person but kind of the, the, the more, the less serious guy, actually, because most people are actually overly serious. Mm. So there mm. I am, this kind of younger uh, energy and stuff like that, but that doesn't match the people I meet in my life, in my social gatherings often, especially not a millions kind of uh, group. Um, uh, so I think that I, I kind of maybe became more to that aspect without paying attention just because I spent time over there more. Uh, also, I think our um, distribution of responsibilities uh, over the last uh, year or two wasn't really um, 
I feel like I need to go in more and because something was missing in the needs for both of us. Mm. So Emilia was, from her sense of uh, something is unmet, was trying to push more and more and more into the let's have fun um, kind of uh, things where, where I always felt, wait, but we didn't take care of these things and, and you don't take ownership on them. So in a way, as you move more towards the let's just have fun and not care for things, I need to move more towards, there's more responsibilities that in a way I need to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that that created, so that got more, uh, her need was less met and I felt like I'm more, more responsible than I would want to be even. And that's, it's objective, but also subjective because it's, it's very, you know, since very young age and I think even divorce with my parents and I, I, I learned to take responsibility uh, very early. And yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me more about that. Tell me more about seriousness and play and uh, in terms of your family realm, but also, I guess, in terms of the cultural realm, right? Because, you, you know, America is kind of like, you know, people, people will sort of say, you know, it's like almost like a child culture. It's like, yeah, let's just play and have fun. Right. And Israel, different culture. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? I mean, Israel, I don't know if this still happens, but like, do, do, I, I believe, you know, if you, military service, they take you to Yad Vashem and, and, you know, you sort of are reminded of the Holocaust and, and I mean, it's, it's a serious, serious, um, there's a there's a quite a serious uh, and also traumatic traumatized seriousness going through is, Israeli right. culture, right? We, we, which is compensate with cynicism. Uh, so actually, Emilia doesn't have. She's very such open gender, so she doesn't have the cynicism. But mm. you know, especially the way she grew up, I don't know if she faced like one real challenge, like you know, beyond mm. like what the average kid that goes to school every day and, and come back like yeah the 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 not even if it's, it's not a judgment even if you ask her there isn't one real significant challenge that she faced through throughout her childhood yeah. Uh, yeah you know she has a wonderful family obviously every family has its troubles um, she grew up in a fairly safe environment in the outdoors you know there wasn't uh, yeah. any yeah. Um, um, uh, so yes, I, I think so. And it's even a conversation both of us had recently that I I kind of never had a, a, a proper I don't know proper but a childhood of, of, of to be a child carefree because yeah, my, my carefree yes. right which literally you are free of care free of care <laughs> right so that, that 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 is part of the divorce but now also connected I've been in. Uh, basketball and organized sports and been very passionate yes. since a very young age. So even my play wasn't you know, serious wasn't play, serious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in a way, I never had in my life any period where it were. I think the only period is where, where I traveled actually. And then we end up meeting on the trip that I said, I'm taking yeah. a year for basketball. And I'm yeah. just, I don't know if I was the most playful necessarily but you know I didn't have any responsibilities and I would wake up in the morning and yes, yes. just go to the next place I, I wanted to go so that, that was yes, the most uncontrolled yes. time in my life where I the most carefree about about responsibilities of anything yes um, that's so interesting so she, in, yeah so in some way right she fell in love with the most carefree version of you, <laughs> you know, it's like, right? It would be like, it would be like if somebody was to, which I think maybe did happen in my last relationship, was to fall in love with with me when I'm stoned. I mean, I'm much more carefree. I become an enneagram type. I become a seven. I become very clownish, playful, very, very different to my my kind of let's call it my core quite serious personality type. Um, <clears throat> so she fell in love with this very carefree um, aspect of you. And, and in terms of creating almost that imago, that sense of like, you know, that sense of like, this is right. This is my love object. Thinking psychoanalytically, this is this is what I want. This love object. I could imagine that maybe for her, 
and maybe you know other in terms of youth or vice versa in different ways it would be like yeah when you know like i fell in love with this really carefree easygoing like ah, it's all fine it's all good it's just whatever um kind of guy and then but that that was almost like the the hol- the carefree holiday you right there wasn't really you as you had been set up in terms of family responsibilities in terms of being part of this serious you know um playing professional basketball um team yeah i find that very interesting it seems yeah, co- yeah. yeah. yeah no that, that 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 that's very true and and i think few years after that because that was a time where after a few injuries i was really exhausted from basketball and i kind of my mind started to recognize okay this is coming to an end at some point so then the few following years i was a little bit even lighter with with the pursuit of that and this this was the that, that emilia emilia was in israel with me uh, uh, so i was less i think less intense about it and then kind of had more space for other things like we we did travel a bunch we still travel a bunch really uh, you know covid was a little bit different but uh, i'm still taking i think more time off than than most people i know you know um, um but uh, uh, yeah I, i think in the last two years i i i think did develop uh, or even the last three years but, but also it makes sense you know I, we moved started a business there were, there were a lot of things and i think this is something for us to talk, and we do to talk about it but the distribution of responsibilities mm. um, that in a way i would love to be in that space where i know everything is taken care of and, and i can completely yes. rely on her yes and say so you know what i'm now the one or 50 or 50 50 yeah Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds like you, yeah. do you feel that in terms of, even though you do it willingly and you do it with love and you do it very much as, you know, the helper, the, the look after you too, but do you feel that maybe in a way, I don't know, maybe she's a bit too carefree that she hasn't taken on adequate responsibility for sort of just as an adult, right? Just as an adult to, as if you're the team in this kind of couple bubble, then like it's, you know, 50-50, like, you know, I bring in... I bring in some of the I bring in some resources you bring in some resources do you feel that maybe there's been that that you've fallen into the responsibility taking and she's sort of I don't know slacked off a little bit um uh, although I'm sure you wouldn't put it in that way or maybe you would that that she's like oh okay he'll take care of me now um and and that maybe feels a bit I don't know imbalanced or or not the equilibrium in terms of what's coming in and going out doesn't doesn't feel because that can be manifested in quite a concrete way i guess in terms of just simply who's earning right who's earning and who's spending <laughs> um, or, or what's what, how money is being spent money can become metaphysical in that sense right yeah uh, yeah i guess so in a way of just contributing we we after equal I you know I started the business and she was working the first few years or uh-huh. over the last three years we, we each of us had our period where we brought less money in and invested more in ourselves and vice vice versa mm. um, it's it's less about work more around even being aware of, of our finances and, and, and paying bills and things like that and mm. and, 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 and planning for you know this is what we want in a year or two let's let's mm-hmm. sit down and let's think how we get there and and uh, so all of this stuff that and you've both the, been up for that uh, you, she's been up for doing that kind because that's also quite a responsible no, really. <laughs> yeah yeah no, for that no yeah because maybe another way of framing so, it is that you know we all have like an you know in terms of our own equilibrium we have that like inner child and the inner child of course wants pleasure they want to play they want like you know they the inner child is also desire it's like i want this i desire this now and then the inner adult who's more of the planning and and thinking ahead um and but of course that can then also become 
that can then shift into a relationship where one person is a is a little bit more like the child in the relationship and the other one is like the adult to some extent um it sounds like she takes on more the role of the carefree child and you take on more of the role of the caring but also maybe at times slightly fraught or um you know stressed because these are the archetypes that's that parental archetype isn't it like i'm stressed and yeah. oh why 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 can you go out and play and and i have to deal with this stuff yeah yeah so i, I don't go into that and i'm i know someone who get right yeah yeah my my my, uh, uh, my nervous system response obviously but you will not find me you know like I'm so stressed. I don't know what like that 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 will not happen, and you're not. I will never, which maybe I need to be a time, but really like hmm. no, you can like you go out and have fun, and I'm yeah yeah yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm actually I really enjoy like seeing her, you yeah, know, having fun and sure, and, and, sure. Going and, and, yeah. and being active and, and really it's, it's I never like uh, yeah you all uh, only care about this. And, no, yeah, sure, because you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you do, you, I think, as a personality type, are also about kind of compersion, I think that's the word, right, which is the opposite of, I don't know, resenting, resenting your partner for going out whilst you have to stay at home, and it's like, it's more of that, sort of the opposite of resentment, it's a, it's that sort of sense of like, no, it pleases me that you're going out and having fun, but at the same time, it's interesting that you said, yeah, well, my nervous system, which <laughs> is like my something inside me, some aspect of me, of my being does. So what is what is that nervous system response, though, at times when she's going out and having fun and you are the responsible one? I, I think it's less about like her going out to to have fun or whatever it is. It's it's more about all regardless of what activities she's doing. It's just more holding a lot of the uh, responsibility. And look, even at uh, times like that where so many things are open, mm. Uh, mm. I, I could feel my nervous system more um, uh, active or. In, well, uh, maybe call it stress than 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 at times where everything is is uh, uh, working in, in uh, smoothly. Uh, but as as a person, I don't find myself in this space of this is so stressful. I don't know what to do. Or I, I don't get into the, the acting of it. You know, I'm still uh, fairly calm and then know that it's just a period like that, and yeah, I, I take care of what needs to be taken care of. But then kind of energetically it gives you less energy or ability perhaps at times like that to find the connection with her around things that are more light and fun perhaps mm. uh, or, or even, even recognizing my needs uh, at times because like you know the body is going through something in, in, Perhaps yeah, and maybe just not listening enough to to the body because you know the the mind is really calm and, and, and not not that much going there in, in a way of excessive thinking at all or anything. Uh, so I can take care of whatever that is, and that can be other people or responsibilities or 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 even just enjoy silence. But I think maybe because of that, I actually don't maybe recognize my needs enough. Mm, uh, mm. or the needs of the body uh, mm, and kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly how to say it but it's coming as I'm, as I'm sharing it with you uh, but I, I think for sure yeah talk 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 more talk no. talk more about that because yeah. that's that's interesting because also what does it yes what does it mean to because you're right, we can recognize our needs in different ways. We can recognize our needs sort of from the heart, like, you know, like, oh, I emotionally, I feel like I'm not getting neutrified in this way, in a kind of a heart way. But also, like, just in terms of the body, but body is heart as well. What? But whereas the mind can be, yeah, okay, well, I'm, you know, also it, it can be mental, but in terms of the, the recognizing the need in an embodied way, what... 
yeah, how do you recognize the need? How does it show up in the body, do you think? Or the heart space? I don't know if I recognize much of the needs. I think uh, what uh, some of the things in the Enneagram too of being focused on the other people's experiences, experience, mm. mm-hmm. and kind mm-hmm. of... So at times my, my body can be, in a way, really disconnected, mm-hmm. but I don't really pay attention to it or... Uh, you know, they big some kind of reaction of the nervous system. Mm. But uh, again, I, I think uh, it's recognized, but again, not. Or I'll say where where I feel like it is again. It's where I bring the attention back to my experience, and and usually that happens fairly quickly. So even just sitting in in silence and then like bringing that okay back to here suddenly like that 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 comes down but i think my focus is so often actually on the other person's experience and that that in a way can disconnect mm. for myself yeah um, and then maybe this way i don't find connection with people um, so th- there was something about the enneagram too about that, that i felt uh, Yes, I think that's a very, very important, I think that's an important point, and I think you've described it really well, which is also why, you know, it makes me think of this idea in this Enneagram system, right, that um, there is this sort of kind of integration, but also disintegration, I guess, path of the two to the eight. Um, and, And very often it's set up as a kind of disintegrative arrow in the sense that, the eight is very much about because the eight knows what they want and they're very, they're a body type and they're like, well, I desire this and I'm going to get it. the eight is like, it's, you know, it's, it's my way or the highway. It's, you know, we're playing, we're playing it my way. And twos, this idea is that, you know, twos in stress can sometimes go as Hudson calls it to sort of the, the low side of eight, which is that sort of sense of like, oh, I'm losing control here and I need to sort of assert it in a way. I need to say, I need this from you, right? I need this from you. I give this to you and 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 you not giving me anything back. That would be the sort of the low side. But I think there is also this high side of eight, which is more about really, really at, a, at that gut level, right? Really kind of knowing what you need and knowing what you're about. Um, and being as you as you sort of put it if i understand correctly kind of like really being present in in your experience um and being present with your desires as well i suppose that's another word for need but but in a more innocent way because eights also have it makes me think of this this eight who i actually did a, an interview with recently um who i think I, i'd love to introduce you to him because um through through this interview because He's an Israeli. His name's Eris Batat, uh, and he's an eight. Um, and he's he's sort of particularly, I think, if you're thinking about substances, he's very, very. He's got some very interesting ideas about substances um, and how to use substances in a kind of healthy, coming at it from a very healthy eight way, actually. You know, which is all about. It's very boundaried. It's very kind of controlled. But there's a sort of um, and you can only pick this up when you hear him, right? There's this, there's a kind of an innocence, there's a kind of an openness and an innocence to a very healthy eight. And I think he's a very healthy eight, which is kind of, it's not, it's sort of, he's in control, but it's not, he doesn't need to control. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. so, you know, it's like, I'd like it to be this way, but, you know, um, if it's not, that's okay. I'm not going to get upset about it in a way that maybe a hot type would get upset it's um and i think there's something to be i think i feel like that eight arrow is an interesting one to think about when it comes to for the two to kind of get in contact with their needs equally the i think the two also goes to the four which of course is is more my um domain because fours don't really have a problem fours know what they want too um, they they don't deny their needs as much, um, but but from a more heart based, it's like well I feel this it feels really important that I get this somehow, whereas a two I think is a two might have that, but they are as you say they are more outwardly focused and they'll be like well I feel like I need that, but I'm also going to sort of I'll sort of 
shelve that a little bit so that I can also really, really be there for that other person. Whereas I think a four is is less likely to do that. It's got to, it's more 50-50. You know, I'll be there for you, but also, you know, needs to be a bit more of a win-win kind of thing. Whereas sometimes I think twos can sometimes play the win-lose game in the sense that like, yeah, okay, I'll, you know, we'll make it good for you so that you're winning. And then I feel this compersion, yeah. this, I enjoy the fact that you are getting so much out of this but I'm sort of losing. So in a way, it's not win-win, right? It's not a win-win right, setup, right. if you see what I mean. Yeah, and then I think this is some of the things I face is like, I, in a way I feel like there's, I compromise on something that are very essential to me. What, uh, what sort of things? Well, yeah. So let's say at the beginning, when I when we just moved and I started the business and started to going this out, it was for me felt like a big dream. We had some challenges around it and Sorry, what was what was a big dream? Sorry, I didn't look, catch that. To start a business and then right. you know get into this place as a professional and yeah. uh, it was a challenging time. Emilia had that I'm accepting it at the beginning. Uh, also it was uh, it was a big and scary decision for us, you know, we, we just moved to a new place. Now yeah. start a new business as well. It, it was a big decision but I was just ready. And after a few months of uh, kind of like, uh, maybe you should do something else and that this wouldn't happen or wouldn't succeed. I told her, if if you don't support it and if you are not with that on me, I, I'm not going to stay in this relationship. Like, I'm very clear, like, this is something that's important for me. It's my dream. And if I'm in a relationship that don't want me to do that, I will just not be in it. So that's quite uh, eight, that's way, quite yeah. eight though, isn't it? That's I mean in the way I've described the archetype, which is kind of like this is how I understand the eight. The eight is the eight is kind of like well, I'm not playing your game, <laughs> you know. I'm playing. I mean, it's a very um, the, the Old Testament God. I think is an eight. I know we shouldn't give God's personalities, but when I read the Old Testament, I notice that patriarchal. I don't know. I don't know what your father was like, but I have an eight father, and it's like it's like. It's like, yeah, yeah, you've got your needs, but 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 we're playing my game here, my friend. <laughs> and if you want to play that game, I'll look after you. I'll take care of you. But if you don't want to play that game, you can piss off. Um, and that's to be on the receiving end of that. Uh, I don't know. I, or have you ever been on the receiving end of that kind of eight? Um, <laughs> the, the laying down of the gauntlet yeah, in a way. Yeah, Maybe maybe my dad would be. I'm not sure. I need to <laughs> to look at it. But where, where? But but that was very positive because that was positive for you. And, and 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 that that was a good a good uh, conflict but, and transition for us. Uh, uh, okay, where, she responded well to you, sort of going to actually being kind of like quite clear about your needs and sort of saying, "This is what I really need from you." Yeah. Yeah, which it took time to to come together, but she recognized, yeah, like actually, why why am I trying to disengage him from doing something that's important for him because of right. my own fear right, about right, right. it, and, and and so, but well, these days in a way, I I feel this internal voice that want to say it about, uh, you know, uh, only eating healthy and and, and not consuming a, a alcohol and and a lot of the health well being aspect of things mm. um, the, it's sort of the these are your ten like commandments <laughs> sorry <laughs> no I'm I'm, I'm 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 prodding you because you've invited me to yeah. i'm saying that they, like uh, these no, are no. your these are gilad's gilad's um ten commandments right yeah. <laughs> in a way it's like you know come on this we, we uh, this is surely the best way to live it's like you know we eat healthy we right um <laughs> And so and and we need to we need to have those. Yeah. No, I'm just saying I'm not I'm not um, I'm not uh, I'm not taking the piss of of the Ten Commandments. I think I think um, again yeah. these uh, you know we're to also talk about values. We're talking about a value system. Like well, these are these are these are the rules that I follow, and and, and maybe I would really love the my partner. You know, I'm vegan. And I, 
I kind of like a partner who who doesn't eat meat. Um, uh, you know, That's who's... it. You know, I so for so much of my life, I I I've, I've done all of this myself. Mm. None of my friends, uh, my my old partner didn't care. She always yeah. So just eat cake and just eat. the only only encouragements I would hear is to to break the health. Mm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, yeah, so what? Eat uh, something that's fried and, and unhealthy or bad. So what? It's like, what's mm-hmm. a what? What's a what? Like, so in a way, I kind of, how would it be to be in a relationship where, where I meet someone on that level, you know? And, and this is our fun. And this is our having good time together. Mm-hmm. And there's something in me that's like really long for it in a way. Uh, but, but then it's like, okay, like this is the big because I'm not willing to compromise for, for health and, and well-being and stuff I end the relationship and this is where I kind of mm. you know they still I, I still didn't own it fully uh, mm. and I'm asking myself if, if but, but that's I think some of the the heart of the two you know it's just because my love for Emilia is like I'm, I'm accepting and I'm accepting and I'm accepting but then I become frustrated Mm-hmm. And, and you know there can be a judgmental voice under it so it's it's a compromise that I don't actually want to do uh, from being a heart-centered person I, I am doing but mm-hmm. in a way uh, right now I would never go to consume any alcohol go to any breweries anymore uh, I'm mm-hmm. more and more and more with it only natural and healthy food 100% of the time um, would sleep well, and, you know, really cultivate the most well-being, you know, all areas of life. And for me, it doesn't seem controlled. Like, it's, health is so much freedom. It's, you know, I, I know what it feels like to have the body feel like, like a wreck pack, you know, I've been injured so many times. Sure. Health is just, sure. for me, it's, it's, it's fun. It's so fun. It's yeah. not, there isn't anything compromising about not eating yeah. okay. Yeah. But one, but one person's freedom, let's also remind ourselves, though, can be another person's yeah. um, prison, right? Some people would say, well, to follow, you know, follow commandments um, is very non-freeing. But, you know, both of us know if we've been in, you know, like, I don't know, on retreats, monastic retreats where you're not allowed to speak and you, you know, you're following these very strict rules you can feel incredibly free, incredibly free. There's something about being very feeling free when following the rules that the people who are not following the rules maybe don't get, right? you know. Um, yeah. there, there is that juxtaposition there, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, so in, in, in a way, it, it, so for it, it's sitting, it, it, why it's complex on, on, on my end, which, like, if I think about it clearly, it's not complex. Like, it just, this is this, what's important for me. And, mm. and, and it's maybe time I'm, I'm every time I, I held it, and a few times before in my life, I held it with that certainty and said, no, like, this is mm. the thing. Uh, it brought a lot of challenges to people around me <laughs> or the relationship with them. because, And I think it's, it's for, like, many people like that that say, no, this is how I live my life. I'm committed to that, you know. It ends up people that everyone prays, <laughs> you know, and, and, and they're, they're, these are often the most fulfilled, happy people, but they so challenge the concept, the social concept. That's so right. A lot of, uh, yeah. But in a way, it, it's sitting for me on multiple levels, like my, my heart for, for uh, my love for Emilia, mm-hmm. but it's sitting on some moral issue over here for me, which is... The morals is just important, you know, just the way I function also being INFP, which I, I can remove and I do remove more and more. But um, so it's also a moral issue because for me, consuming alcohol is not only hurting my body, it's, it's, um, it's supporting and, and even uh, by purchasing uh, 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 unhealthy foods, I'm, I'm supporting a whole industry yeah. that creates a lot of suffering in the world. Yeah. And I don't want yeah. to contribute to that. Mm, 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 yeah. So when I hold it with that, with that kind of heart, so mm. then, then it's very clear. Like it just, I'm just not in that relationship. 
Yeah. And, and 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 we understand it. And the same for Amelia in a way when she holds her thing and but then when we come back but wait, you are a person that I do really like and you do have so many so many qualities that I, I love and then um, mm. so this is a this is where we keep getting back and forth. That's with, right. You know we, we, we yeah. But what I do, you know, even though we've only had a couple of sessions, but what I, I really do admire this about you is that I feel that there is a real integrational aspect to how you're, how both of you are doing this, but particularly from your side, because I don't really know Amelia, um, in the sense that, you know, I don't get a feeling, even though that might come up a bit at times, I don't get a feeling like you're going to that that sort of hardline eight and the and again that Old Testament God because I don't see that Old Testament God as being a particularly loving God. I have to say I see the New Testament God as being more loving um, and more integrated. It's like well, okay, you know, it's like had a reboot or something. That's how I see the New Testament God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's evolved. The the Godhead has evolved, and but I think maybe another way of thinking about it is. But surely we want to do like integration. I think that's what the Enneagram is about. It's like, well, it's not about staying in your own ego cage. It's about, it's about you know, bringing in all of these different um, facets of human so that you become a truly integrated being. And, um, and then at that point, you know, you, you really are free, right? Because you're no longer seeing kind of difference. Um, and I feel there is something very integrational going on here in the sense that that y- what you maybe perceive at times as a kind of conflict, like, OK, well, I love Amelia, but then at the same time, I need to have, kind of move into that eight space and, and, and also really recognize that, you know, some of my value driven commandments are, are important, right? They're important as anyone's value values. But I feel like there's something really beautiful about the the way you're attempting to integrate them, which I really, really admire. And I think wherever the two of you are going, it's going to be whether you stay together or, or move apart. I, you know, it feels like it's a healthy it, it's a healthy kind of path that you're on. It really does. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thing, yeah, and then we do have the, the, the at least the relationship that we talk about these things, you know, and then yeah. bring it up. And it's something I really I, I learned mostly from Amelia, you know. I mm-hmm. when, when mm-hmm. we first met, I was really blown away by by her level of uh, openness and uh, not waiting with coming, you know, with uh, a week after. Uh, you know, we we should have talked like usually. Oh, she's like very she would, yeah, she happens, would bring that, like, yeah. Ten minutes after, she's like, ah, you know, we wish, like, let's 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 bring it to the surface, and it's something I. So we do talk a lot about all of it, um, mm. um, and so I don't know. At times, maybe it's our love for one another that kind of willing to compromise some things, but then, then when we do, we are not happy enough. <laughs> so mm. it's, uh, time seems a little bit complex, but, uh, but we are aware we're looking at it and we are working through it and uh, it might lead us one way or another, but uh, I, I think it's something that is very unique that we have. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, you know, I'm not, but I'll, I'll send you this little interview I did with um, Erez also because I just think he's he's a very, very interesting person. He, um, you know, he teaches um, uh, sort of, I don't know, a, some form of kind of, uh, let's call it Kabbalah-inspired um, um, – uh, anyway, he has the school in Israel. He's, he's, he's in Jerusalem, but he's not – you know, but he he has this background in business. He was, he was, um, uh, I don't know, director of HR at Hewlett Packard in Silicon Valley for twenty. I mean, he's this really really interesting person. Yeah. But I I think, I think um, I don't know. Also, there's just something having talked to him a bit, you know, because he also. I feel like there's something about his relationship that he had, which we talk about on this interview with his partner who who he was married to this person they didn't have children but for a similar period of time as well also in the states and they did 
they did at some point, you know, decide to, I guess, consciously uncouple. Um, but she has, uh, he doesn't talk much about this, but he does talk about this a little bit. You know, they, they have, she really, really, they have been able to do this incredible thing where they've sort of transitioned and she, she into, into the, you know, she really, really is like his best friend. And, and, you know, it's like they've transitioned from having, um, you know, from, from having a meaningful, but a relationship that wasn't really, it wasn't really working into a friendship that is, that from what I understand is incredibly profound and um, connected and, uh, and nourishing. Um, and, 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 and that's also something that I find super, super inspiring, because I don't think there's many couples who, who, who achieve that, yeah. you know? So if the two of you were to um, uh, change your relationship status, I think, it's, I think it'd be wonderful if you could do it, because you've got this, you know, I'm not hearing you, you I'm hearing so much love that you have for her and her, and I'm sure her for you, um, but I guess it's about having that that phrase, you know, old wine in new bottles or something. You know, it's like having yeah. that love, um, not throwing out that love, having it maybe just in a slightly different bottle, whether that's a bottle of how you sit on the shelf as husband and wife, or maybe it's it's a more radical bottle. You know, like, I don't know, you're the, 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 the bottle of... Um, uh, I don't know, some sort of smoothie, um, some sort of, you know, juice smoothie. <laughs> and she's, and she's, you know, the craft ale um, or whatever, but you're still yeah. somehow, you still have that. I think, wouldn't that be beautiful if a relationship has played its course, but people can still kind of have that with each other? I mean, that, that would be amazing, I think, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, and there is, is well, one of the reasons I'm willing to put the work in is actually, you know, to as an example of relationships that are very open, very, very different. You know, like especially getting into the spiritual. Thing. There are many that ended up kind of being, a, a, you know, just alone. Or, you know, as, as teachers or something, but there's something about, you know, also you, there's a modern way to do that as well. You know, you don't need to be um, uh, disconnected from, from anything. Or So there's something about, right, and then if we are just best friends, um, then, you know, you invite your best friend to come to a bureau and someone says, I, no, I, I don't That's know. That's right. That's okay. They and it's not a problem. Yeah. Change anyone, right. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah. something I often think to myself, what, what if we mm. just look at it like we are best friends? You invite someone, they, sometimes they would yeah. come, sometimes not. Sometimes you know what, I'm right now investing in my health, so I'm not uh, going to these places anymore. Um, there's something I'm focusing on right now, so I don't have time yeah. for other things. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of it is okay. You know, yeah. I, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how I imagine relationship, really. I, I think any mm. other way... It's, it's very, yeah, that's a, that's a really beautiful way of framing it. And I think about that a lot too, how, you know, the love we have for friends and, and where, and that flexibility that we have for friends, right? That loving flexibility, um, like, yeah, okay, well, you're not into that. That's fine. I'm into that. You're not into that. That's fine. And it makes me think I'll, I'll send you as a PDF because there's this book that I've become very fascinated by. It's called The Four Thoughts That Fuck You Up. And it's... Um, it's... You sent it to me, yeah. Oh, do... oh, I've already sent it to you. Right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't have a chance to read it yet. No, but it's, it's very interesting because I think what you're touching on there is, is these kind of unconscious dogmatic demands because the first thought is the dogmatic demand which is like well you know like i'm this is how you know like i'm into breweries and stuff and and i want the you know the love of my life surely has to come to a brewery so that i can feel connected to them and then we can talk about it and stuff like that but if you break it down and it's usually unconscious if you break it down, it is a demand. It's not voiced as a demand usually, um, but the fact that you have the activating event, which is 
the invitation to go to the brewery or to go on that hiking trip that you talked about, right, that you didn't go on. And then you have the consequence um, for a two, the often emotional consequence, like, oh, I feel a bit hurt by the fact that you didn't, come, you don't want to come to breweries anymore. You didn't want to come on the hiking trip. But no conscious awareness, and, you know, often we don't have it, of the, of the, the belief that that's the ABC, you know, that belief in the middle of the activating event and the consequence. We're just aware of the activating event and the consequence, but not of the belief. And often that belief is quite a rigid, again, we're back to commandments. You know, a demand is like a command, like thou shalt come to a brewery with me once a week or you're not you you I'm I'm excommunicating you you're not part of my religion you know <laughs> and we don't oh, we... Well, even even, even <laughs> more than that separate is because of it I can't be happy or or yeah or, and I can't be happy right yeah yeah I can't feel like we're one I can't feel like we're part of the same tribe because again that is the tribe right the 10 commandments you follow these commandments We've both been circumcised, right? We're part of the tribe. Um, and that gives us a feeling of safety, a feeling like I know you, even, you know, I know you, you know me, it's all good. But if you think about it, 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 is, it, is, it is demanding something of another person in a way that's, that we wouldn't, if we actually were to explicitly say it, we probably would feel un, quite uncomfortable making that explicit demand or command, right? Yeah. yeah. On that note, um, yeah. I will leave you with that. Thank you. That was a very rich conversation. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Um, and I'm looking forward to your report. <laughs> you don't have to send it to me, but I'm just, I'm just really looking forward no, to your... Really. I'm looking forward. Send me a voice note. I'd love to know about um, how... What happened? Uh, what happened in the in the in the mushroom um, moment? Um, and yeah, we'll we'll talk some more. We'll um, uh, yeah, we'll talk some more. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that too. In all of next week, we'll be wrapping up, moving, changing. I don't think I'll find time. Absolutely. So let me. Yeah. Let me. No, 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 again, no schedule. Don't, you know, don't go into a kind of two mode here. Like, oh, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to have a session with Steve now. No, 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 not at all. (laughs) Right. Uh, Because we're in, we're in like a friend mode here. Right. You know, sort of there's different dimensions of friendship. Um, And, and so there's absolutely no requirement um, on your part. But also I feel like maybe, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like we've, set something up, set up a certain conversation, a certain um, way of, uh, yeah, different ways of um, different energies, which maybe it would be good for you to have a few weeks to settle and think and reflect. And um, there might be, there might be um, what the doctor ordered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the spaciousness uh, of it. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, send you an update. Please do, and I and I hope that goes well. I hope you don't have a. I hope you have a good trip, not a bad trip. Um, although with mushrooms, I don't. Know. Again, I, I'm I'm fairly virginal on these things. You know, the only real substance I've ever done, I've done cannabis and 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 uh, um, alcohol. I've never actually really even done mushrooms. So uh, just from a kind of um, um, data gathering consciousness, um, you know, like talk to me about the consciousness of altered mushroom altered states. I'd be, I'd be just super curious to know, know your experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, I always say that I need to be a guide for people who actually do the trips because I, Mm. because of my seeing of the the experience regardless of having a substance or not yeah i i think you would also because i i only see you on a screen but you know i was when you told me how you know your height last time i thought wow this guy's this guy's a serious physical presence and there's something about that if you really look at those the kind of shamans of old i mean some of them have been you know 
short. But I think a lot of when you look at pictures of shamans and tribal elders, they often have quite a they have, you know, they often have height and a kind of uh, there's something about that. It's something like almost like a mountain type energy that, you know, that's sort of like like being the mountain. And that can be a very, very beautiful um, thing to offer as a physical presence to someone, right? It's sort of like, okay, you, you go on your little trip and you kind of just kind of camp, camp out on my mountain and I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll take care of you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then I think, well, in a way for me, it's missing to actually have, you know, someone for a moment, like, mm. you know, like often I find myself telling, telling myself, not often, but at times, like, I'm curious how it feels to be on the other side of me, you know, because I'm very embracing kind of to, uh, to people, so like very present to them. Uh, and there's something like, uh, you know, there's some physicality to it, there's some presence to it, but uh, in a way, at times, like, I want to feel like someone is like, uh, um, so. Someone is your mountain, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. 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 Lovely. Okay. Enjoy your weekend. Thank, Thank you. you for your time. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. Ciao.